Hi, I'm Brittany Pacheco. Hi, I'm Marcy Gonzalez. And we are the two Watchers in the Basement today. <laughs> Welcome to our channel. We appreciate y'all taking time out of your day to be here with us. We are wrapping up season four, part one of Netflix hit series, You. This has been so much fun talking about you because we've never talked about it before on he here on the Watchers in the Basement. So I love the fact that we finally got to talk about it. And of course, Marcy, it's been great getting your perspective and, and having you join. Um, awesome. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, this show is great, right? Yeah. It's crazy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we're here for it. So for today's episode, we're going to be wrapping up, as I said, part one, episodes four and five, which pretty much go hand in hand. So it's kind of fitting that mm -hmm. we're wrapping uh, th those two episodes today. So to jump right into it, Marcy, episode four, we're going to discuss first entitled Hampsy, which I think is just a <laughs> funny name. Uh, what were your overall thoughts on this episode? It was a fun episode for me. Like I said last time, halfway through three, I was like, okay, like I'm finally getting into the season because the first couple episodes weren't really doing it for me. So that just made it really fun. It kind of has like a Knives Out vibe, playing more into the murder mystery, um, and then just bringing up ways to just kind of... Uh, derail some of the theories that I had going on before and then like putting in other little things where I was like oh maybe it's this so it like popped up a whole bunch of new theories for me so I really enjoyed both four and five I will definitely agree with you on that I think these last two episodes are probably my favorite just because there there's so much to unpack in the terms for Joe trying to figure out okay who's this killer and is this killer amongst the group of people that vacation uh, yeah. at Hampstead for the weekend? <laughs> and so I, I, but what these episodes have done, I think extremely well is making you second guess yourself. Like you said, you had yep. theories. I had theories. I feel like, I, I feel like after episode one, I, I was pretty convinced I knew who the killer was. It was mm -hmm. one of two people for sure. Yeah. And as these episodes progressed, I was like, I'm leaning more towards one over the other. Yeah. And of course, with with uh, this episode, but more so the fifth episode, you know, it's solidified. I'm like, yep, yep. <laughs> I, I, yeah. So, but that's not to say that I wasn't sitting there thinking, well, maybe it could be someone right. that I hadn't considered before. But that's what I think this this show has done very well because of the plot twist and Joe's the one being hunted this season and you're really having to think like who the hell could it be yeah and more importantly why right, right. <laughs> so that being said let's go ahead and jump into this episode we last left off with Joe at a sundry house with the gang minus mm -hmm. one and he is being approached by the two officers that approached him the first time about Malcolm's death. And they're like, can we have a moment of your time? And he's like, you know, polite <laughs> and channeling his inner, inner Brit, you know, uh, right. or anything to do to help. And I, I thought to myself, well, what the hell could they possibly want at, yeah. at this moment? Like, what did you think? Um, same. I was like, okay, 
what have they found? Are they kind of leaning towards, do they kind of know who the killer is? Um, so obviously like he was able to bullshit his way out of that one. Like he always does. But on this last rewatch, I thought, Hmm, maybe the cops do kind of know like something or, um, they're just trying to see what more they can get out of him. Uh, because we see that sometimes in like police procedurals and cop shows where they'll be like, well, we have an idea of what it is, but we're going to talk to this other person who we think might be involved and just like not even let on that we think they might be involved or they might be the culprit. We mm -hmm. just want to see like how they incriminate themselves by whatever they share. So on the last rewatch, I said, maybe like that is something that's going on um, because we've said like the cops just seem like very trusting of whatever everybody has been telling them. Um, so maybe they are a little bit skeptical and they're not wanting to show that. Yeah. And I think it's, it's a good point to, to make about that tactic of, well, let's see what more info we can get out of him. Maybe he'll self-incriminate and right. what have you, but it ends up not actually being that for him, you know, through the grace of a higher power for Joe, mm -hmm. his tip about blue yeah. to be very helpful. And, and the cops said, Hey, like, because of this, maybe, you know, more information, or maybe you can give right. us your tip. And it's like, is he really doing your job? Like, are you right are you right now? But, but one thing I thought was funny, the cops said to Joe, it's like, Oh, it's, it's very refreshing to talk to someone who's, moderate you know sober because everyone right. else there was just so loaded sloshed, and he's so sloshed it, i just i thought that was just a funny remark that the cops made but joe is able to get out of this whole very short interaction with mm -hmm. the authorities and phoebe approaches him and says hampsy and of course <laughs> his narration i absolutely love narration from him of yeah. course he's like oh the lady phoebe's uh what is it uh vacation home or, or country house or something like that. Yeah. And, and so she's inviting him to the villa along with everyone else. And he's got to prepare obviously, because he had that last text from the, pardon me, the stalker about meeting, but it was just kind of like details coming soon. Right. And so at this point, did, did you think that maybe this was like the perfect setup for, joe to finally meet his stalker oh absolutely i think it's like getting them all together at this like one place would be a perfect place for the stalker to keep on messing with joe maybe to be able to kill a few more people and be able to pin it on joe and continue to mess with joe um so that was perfect because they were going to be away from london all of the rich people that you know feel that they're being targeted by the eat the rich killer um so yes like, such oh, a victim right right <laughs> feels so bad for you um so i was like yes this is perfect and mm -hmm. um i think it really really worked out yeah for sure because i mean he, he of course he's having to mingle with socialites and rich people right he's got to fake an expensive bottle of wine <laughs> to bring his gift he shows up to the the country home and sees that there's like like a horde of servants outside yeah. greeting them with champagne and you know everyone's just out mingling but then you also see kate outside and she seems very perturbed at these dudes in, in black suits and she's mm -hmm. kind of 
kind of arguing with one and you're just like, what, what is that all about? Right? <laughs> like why, why would she be upset about presumably these bodyguards right. being present at the home? Right. And one funny interaction that I think is, is kind of notable is when Gemma approaches Joe. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, did you just want to slap her as much as I did? I was like, are you going to be the next person, the next victim? Like, I won't be upset, like, if that happens, because she's just been so obnoxious the whole time. Okay. And, you know, like, at first I was like, well, maybe she does have some redeeming qualities and we might get to like her throughout the season. But, no, um... like, yeah, no. Um, no. So that was just annoying to just hear her and then to listen to joe's internal monologue about her when <laughs> you're saying like oh like maybe you can be next <laughs> like you're so annoying like maybe the killer can get you next and i was like hmm, so funny joe like are you saying that maybe you're the killer and subconsciously you're saying this but <laughs> what was funny is that she actually picked up on joe's long pauses whenever he's doing his little thinking to myself and she was like okay well you're boring, so I'm going to do <laughs> something else now. Do better. So I just thought that that was funny. Yeah, she's she's very quick, or not quick, but she's certainly not shy pointing out that Joe is the outsider, and yeah. he just, you know, he just basically doesn't belong. And then on the heels of Gemma leaving him, Roald comes up and kind of is harsh, I guess, towards him, and yeah. and it's like, okay, again, what is all this about? Like, are you? the killer and you're just trying to throw Joe off hit the scent and right. or are you wanting him to know that it's you right well quickly Joe finds out that there's absolutely no phone service or wi-fi at the house and for him that's only going to just make things semi worse because again he's right. supposed to be meeting his stalker mm -hmm. at some point right and you know, again, we see those armed bodyguards, what have you, roaming around the, the house. And again, they're they're outside of Kate's uh, room, which is adjoined yeah. to Joe's room. And I'm like, Phoebe, <laughs> my girl, <laughs> were, were we doing this on purpose or is it just happenstance? Some matchmaking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because Kate makes the remark about his bed. Mm -hmm. great for shagging yeah she's like well too bad that's not not gonna be happening he goes yeah it's it's really too bad and she's like good he goes good yeah. <laughs> just especially after last episode she's like i would rather be chopped up to bits than have to spend another you know second with you or whatever she said so i'm like now like you're back to making some like sexual jokes with him like make up your mind what is it I mean, are we are we hot or are we cold? Like, you right? know, or like pick a side, pick a side. Yeah. Okay. I mean, pick a side. After Kate leaves, there's there's this mysterious letter that's uh passed through underneath Joe's door, and he opens it in, in two words, portrait gallery. Mm -hmm. And his his inner monologue is kind of like, Is 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 this you? Like, is this how we're gonna meet? But Joe's not gonna go anywhere uh without being prepared. Right. Uh before he left his home, he he took a book and it's like, okay, this is pretty typical. Joe reads books. He likes books. Nope. Mm -mm -mm. Book is hollowed out. Um, I'm not quite sure what the device is called. Um, uh, yeah, I forgot what it's called. It's too. like a wire that's got these these handles on the end and it's just used to like 
Is it called Tagarot? I know like it's called Tagarot somebody, but is that what the device is also called? See, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I'm not I'm not well versed in weapons. But yeah, like that. Like, <laughs> loving his like assortment of like weapons. Like you would think a knife or a gun. No, no, he's got his little like <laughs> Yeah, whatever that weapon is, he pockets it, makes his way <laughs> to the portrait gallery, which by the way, for someone who has never been to this house before, he certainly found the portrait gallery fairly quickly. Right. Now it's probably just because it's a show. I'm probably <laughs> just thinking too much into it, but it's just something I observed. Okay. Especially on the yeah. second watch. <laughs> yeah. But talk to us about the portrait gallery, Marcy. I don't remember too much because I haven't seen it in a few days. Refresh my memory. So the portrait gallery where he thinks that he's going to meet his stalker, he's actually pulled in to the portrait gallery by yeah. Lady Phoebe. Yeah. And it's a boudoir, if you yes, will. A boudoir, yes. Thank you. Um <laughs> That was hilarious when, you know, oh. he sees all of these phallic symbols and basically like dildos and like They're candles. Molds. Yeah, candles and like molds of, you know, oh. all of her. Did she say it's all of her ex-lovers' penises? Yes. Or just, yeah. So. And there loving, were a lot of people. A lot. Loving her sex positivity. Like she is unapologetic. So like we are all for that, Lady Phoebe. But. Yes, ma'am. I think even Joe was taken, a, like, he was definitely taken aback, like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and then she is like, we should have sex, um, which I think, you know, knowing Joe, like, he can get fixated, so we could expect him to be like, oh, like, sure, and then be like, oh, Phoebe, like, is it you? Like, yeah. are you hot from, you know, like, mm -hmm. whatever he likes to think, and um, no, he just kind of doesn't he isn't into that so we we're like okay like no. joe does this maybe mean that you are starting to fixate on kate and that's why you don't want to do it um so yeah i felt kind of bad for phoebe at that point because we she explains why she wants to have sex with him it's not that she loves jonathan or whatever it's that she's feeling very neglected by adam so that just kind of made me feel really, really bad for her. Yeah. And, and Joe, he doesn't like leave her high and dry. Like he, right. he rejects her of course and <laughs> says, but you're, you're, you're with someone. He goes, that's, that's the situation. Yeah. And when she raises her concerns about her relationship with, with Adam, Joe kind of counsels her in a way doesn't, completely tell the truth about his marriage of course right yeah but but says that there were things that he was going through that took away time from from his wife and it right. hurt her and that more or less maybe what's going on with adam of course and right. so joe um it kind of unintentionally keeps lady phoebe and adam together right Hooray for yeah. everyone yes <laughs> unbeknownst to adam which will be important later like adam it doesn't will. know this part <laughs> no you're right he doesn't so joe is joe for being an outsider and i i felt for him the next morning because he he wanted to kind of like go and go about the house try to figure out who the killer may be and what mm -hmm. have you but he he what was it he said he he was held hostage because football was on and he was forced to sit and yeah. endure 
uh, <laughs> a football game, uh, soccer for us Americans here, y'all. Yes. But the next morning at breakfast, he's he's having to see how Gemma like treats the servants yeah. at the house. And it's really quite despicable. Like she, where the hell does she get off thinking that that's okay because of the fact that she's got money or what? I'm assuming, but then again, like, I think I've also known like wealthy people, not like rich, like the, these characters are supposed to be, but I don't think I've ever known anybody that would just openly treat people like that so I don't know if it's like a rich thing I don't know if it's like an aristocracy thing I don't know if it's just a her thing but yeah like that's what kept on solidifying it for me that I was like okay like if you are the next to die like I won't be upset like (laughs) same you should probably be the next to die um and I'm thinking that that's what the writers probably wanted us to think to really hate her um Mm -hmm. to really have like some strong feelings about like and we're not going to be sorry if you do happen to be the next one to die. Yeah, for sure. And and I misspoke. It wasn't the next morning at breakfast. It was while they were playing, uh, what is it called? Cricket. Yeah. Cricket. Is it cricket? Croquet? One of the two. Mm-hmm. And and again, she's like smacking the, the ass of, of a servant who has mm-hmm. to serve as one of the arches. Yeah. And she makes him get on his hands and knees to to play the game. You can see the fear in his face because he's like, mm-hmm. if they hit this ball wrong, it's going to hit me. And it's like not it's not a wiffle ball. It's like a hard, solid ball. So yeah. I felt bad for the dude. I did, too. And clearly Kate did as well, because she has mm-hmm. to, like, remove herself from the scene. Right. And I mean, we, we've we all kind of had our feelings about Kate up to this point. But it seems like just how Gemma is mm-hmm. and being so disrespectful and just flat out despicable towards other human beings like you're kind of seeing a different side of kate that it's like she's friends with a lot of these really rich royal adjacent aristocracy you know aristocracy people Mm -hmm. aristocrats sorry i couldn't think of the word but she's not like them right Right. she has like a heart right if you will but more on that later (laughs) but it it isn't until joe is greeted by adam and Adam says, hey, let's, like, go talk. Yeah. Let's get to know each other better. And Joe's like, is it you? It's not. No. <laughs> it's not. No, no Adam was like, I, it better not be another boudoir. And that just, like, made that, like, made me crack up. <laughs> better not be another boudoir. <laughs> Listen, I, I was a little concerned, too, given what yeah. we know about Adam at this point. Exactly, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, but that's not what it is at all. Adam just wants to talk with Joe because mm-hmm. word got around. Joe's been married. Right. He's asking for relationship advice and he really doesn't get it because Adam just keeps over talking, like talking over Joe. Yeah. All in all, he's like, I'm never going to be without money. I can't. Right. And the sure way to make sure that doesn't happen is to marry Phoebe. Yeah. What do you think about Adam's plan? Um, don't love it because a few episodes ago, like it seemed like he really liked her. Um, uh, you know, and 
Well, granted, he was on drugs, but, you know, they asked him, like, how do you feel about her? And he's like, she's just like having cookies for breakfast, like every day and like for every meal. So it's like, oh, like, that's kind of like sweet that that's how you think of her. But now, you know, like he's asking Joe for marriage advice, like, okay, after you got married, did it change anything? So we could assume like, oh, like, okay, Adam, like you do want to get married. Good for you. And then he goes into saying like the real reasons he wants to get married not the first one isn't that maybe he loves Phoebe it's that that is a sure way of making uh, of ensuring that he will keep money right like he's hemorrhaging money all of the things that he tries like fail so um he's like okay if I want to make set myself up I need to marry Phoebe um so I was like damn it Adam I thought like maybe like you were kind of sweet but no, you've got uh, ulterior motives to maybe get married. He's just an idiot. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> he the only other American in this group really doesn't paint us in the best of no. at, at all. Like, just at no. all. Well, then their converse, conversation shifts to that of Rold because Joe makes a comment about how he's he's happy that Phoebe invited him and Adam's like, Oh no, this was Roll's idea. Roll invited you. And it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. well, is Roll the, the stalker then? Is it you? Is it you? Hello, you. <laughs> when Joe is returning to his room, she, uh, she encounters him and asks for his assistance to un- untangle her necklace because all of a sudden that's really important. Right. right. Um, the mere touch and the, the cl- closeness between the two, you kind of begin to sense that sexual tension and it's, right. they, they act as if they're about to, you know, go all the way and they don't, they stop. Right. Yeah. She's, she gets a knock on her door. So she, you know, goes through the adjacent, uh, adjoining door and, and right. it's rolled. Rolled is there. Who's hey, like, Hey, we're going to go for a swim. And, and the way that he talks to her, like kind of calls her on her BS and what have you, like, what did you make of their relationship just by seeing that small interaction? It's kind of like the guy who likes a girl or who likes you, but is still like very smug about it to seem like cooler than they are. Right. They don't want to like seem like, you know, like so hung up on you that they're like, I'm just going to play it cool. And like, yeah, no, you can tell that he likes her. And then we see that he's got all these pictures of her on his camera. So we're like, okay, rolled like. Or should we like, say peach? Right. That was yeah, a exactly. very peach move. <laughs> exactly. Wow. And then I'm like, could you like, did you know that she was with Joe and they were like getting close? And that's why you were like, now I've got to like disrupt this. So yeah, um, rolled is kind of shady. Like at this point, he's seeming very very shady before he just seemed like kind of an asshole but now he's like he is. an asshole that is shady and like mm-hmm. he could possibly be the stalker right yeah <laughs> because in in joe's mind in order for Roald to be the stalker person he has to obviously be in love with kate and thus right. got rid of malcolm in right. order to be with kate right so it kind of it's logical for sure, but right. Joe needs to, that proof. 
So while Kate and, and Rold are off swimming with everyone, Joe goes into Rold's room, which is mm. immaculately tidy. Yes. The very serial killer-like, in my opinion, because, yeah. whoa. And like you said, he he found photos of Kate very, uh, un, un, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of. Like she was unaware. Yes, it kind go. of reminded me of Love Actually, where you know I don't know if you've seen the movie, but um, this guy's in love with his best friend's wife, and he was the videographer during their wedding, and like basically the whole wedding video is close up of her, and we're like, um, oh. yeah. So that's, that's kind it. of what it reminded me of. I was like, okay, Love Actually. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, you gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, like I mean, there's. Uh, photos like up, like up her skirt, and you mm-hmm. see her undressing. It's just okay. Yeah. Roll, the, yeah, you're obsessed. You're obviously in love. But like I said earlier, that that made me think of Peach when Peach had yeah. all those photos of of Beck on her computer. Yeah. So, I mean, that was an interesting kind of callback. So, so Joe at one point will inter- encounter the two, Roll and and Kate, and will say to Roll, like, hey, you know, thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me. I hope this is a chance for us to get to know each other better. And Roll just kind of, like, looks at him and then just walks away. Yeah. I was like, what's all that about? Typical. Jeez. For this crowd. <laughs> yeah. But Kate kind of, like, gives some insight about Roll when Joe asks her about now his, like, number one suspect, if you will. Like, mm-hmm. what's up with him? What's the story? And she's like, well, you know, if, if he meets you and he doesn't want you to think he's soft like he he's gonna start treating you badly because that's just who he is and he's just an asshole basically and (laughs) i was like great and he's your friend why right (laughs) and do you like him or do you just keep him around because he's a convenient friend to have maybe who knows you know that makes a lot more sense like a, a convenience sort of take mm-hmm. on it uh, i don't know because obviously she she is aware of how he feels towards her yeah it's definitely not reciprocated by any means right. but it, still like she's she literally cannot stand Gemma. yeah how she treats people like how is rolled any better right like, Gemma's just more upfront about it right true yeah maybe um rolled wouldn't have you know one of the butlers get on all fours while they're playing croquet who knows like maybe he has like a line that he doesn't cross but um know. you know maybe he is useful to her in other ways that Gemma mm-hmm. isn't maybe he does have redeeming qualities um Gemma just didn't seem to have any at all um we'll put we'll put a pin in that and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll come to <laughs> that part where I definitely don't think there's any redeeming qualities whatsoever. But again, Gemma continues to be despicable the next morning at for tea there. She's smacking the ass of the servant and declaring that because she's wealthy, she's therefore superior. And you know, that's what makes her her. And Kate does confide to to Joe that Gemma in university was fine, but when but when something doesn't grow, it rots. Yep. And I thought that was a very well phrased line because it's just so true. Like mm-hmm. being ugly in the sense of your personality. Right. 
And I'm like, and now reflecting, of course, the more light that was shed on Gemma, it was just like, oh yeah, you're totally next. You're 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 going to be the next victim. Yeah. So Roll will invite Joe to get to know each other better. Mm -hmm. They're gonna go hunting. <laughs> Great idea, Rold. Yeah. Yeah, but we, we get a little bit more insight on Rold as a person, how he met Kate, mm -hmm. what Kate was going through as a child when they went to boarding school in Rhode Island, yeah. and that Rold basically will do whatever yeah. in order to protect Kate. But with the setup of they're going hunting, they're carrying their shotguns, and it's just like, what did you, what did you anticipate was going to happen during this interaction? This whole scene made me just really nervous for either one of them. I'm like, okay, like we know Roald is shady and like he might try to like kill you or something. But also Joe, like we know he is a murderer, so he might try to kill you. So it just made me uneasy. I was like, okay, this cannot end well for like either of these two guys. And it was kind of off-putting because Joe had his hand in his pocket for the longest time. So it was like are you hiding something else in your pocket? Like, what is this? I just thought it was really, really weird. And it turned hmm. out that it was nothing because he eventually like just took his hand out of his pocket and was like, I don't know. Like, it was I think just, it was just it a way. Weird. I think it was just a way for him to like carry the shotgun and not yeah. put like a lot of strain on like just holding it like this. That's what I'm assuming because yeah. I was like, why are you just your hand is in your pocket? That's so weird. Yeah. Um, but no, I was like, somebody's gonna get shot. And um, luckily, they didn't yet, I guess. But it appeared that Roll maybe was going to take a literal shot yeah. at Joe. Because, you know, he Roll is pressuring uh, Joe to, to shoot pheasants, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're hunting. This is, this is apparently a British, a very British thing, right? Hunting. Yes. And... And Joe's like not about this. He, he he in his narration says he's about gun control and he's right. like not wanting to shoot caged birds, you know, for for entertainment purposes. But you know, he goes and plays along, right? And he shoots and completely misses. It's terrible. Yeah. But he continues walking and and rolled slowly falls a little bit more behind. Mm -hmm. And then he starts picking up his shotgun and yeah. it looks like he's pointing it to the back of joe yeah and the the i can't remember exactly the lines that were being said by rolled but joe's kind of like is this is this you like are you mm -hmm. yourself well luckily kate comes and saves the day she takes a shot at the pheasant it drops yeah. and she tells joe basically to go away and she needs to have a talk with Roald. Save yourself. I would not have been surprised if he would have taken a shot at Joe. And I mm -hmm. would have been like, shot him in the back. Like, kind of a cowardly move. Way to go, Roald. Yeah. Um, but I also oh. thought it was interesting that Joe, like, makes so much of a point to say, like, I abhor guns. And, like, I'm all about, like, gun control. Because I'm like, yeah. yes, but you're also a murderer. But at <laughs> least you have, like, your, like, moral compass as a murderer. But has know. he murdered with a gun? I don't think he has. I don't think he has. Okay. So no. he has he has his limits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is refreshing, you know, for like a murder. But I would not sure. have been surprised if he would have tried to shoot at Joe. And then 
obviously he could have just like said, well, it was an accident, kind of like Dick Cheney. And he also alluded <laughs> to that whenever they, whenever they got <laughs> to him, to him, the vice he, president. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right. So I was like, oh, he could have just like said it was an accident oh, or also man. he's rich enough and has enough connections to like sweep this under the rug. Mm. Um, so I definitely was glad to see Kate, um, to just come in and save the day, if you will. Yeah, very reversive, like a, a what is it, the knight in shining armor right. coming to save the day. Like Kate, Kate, for someone who previously said she her day was was full, couldn't do anything with rolled, but yet she follows them into the forest. Right. Like that was very interesting. <laughs> a quick shout out to you, McDorks. Appreciate you being here, joining the uh, live chat. Let us know your thoughts on on these uh, episodes of Netflix U. So, yeah, like she has this talk with Rold and basically kind of just says the things that she's just never said aloud. I guess you could say, like, whatever you think there may be between us, like there isn't like let it go kind of thing. He tells her things that she doesn't want to hear either about you pretty much pretend to be like this hardened person. But really, you have a good heart. And, and it basically infuriates her that she has such a good heart. Like she doesn't want to be that person. I don't know. That was a very interesting conversation between these two. Like it's, uh, it doesn't stop there because the interesting conversation carries on to dinner. Uh, But before that, (laughs) Joe, as one does, has trouble putting on cufflinks. Yes. I don't know why. Kate helps. It turns into sex. Of course. (laughs) Maybe that is the purpose of cufflinks as a way to like start an introduction and then have it lead to sex. Who knows? Sure. We'll, we'll go with that. (laughs) So, so the, the eat the rich killer is a topic of conversation during dinner and Gemma, who's completely slosh, like without, without a doubt is, is basically saying that, a jealous person who despises the idea of more like people being more proficient or more whatever. Um, It's how do I want to phrase this? Like, it's not her her fault, you know? And then she kind of points at Joe saying like, you despise us. Don't you like you, you really don't like the fact that we're rich and we are who we are. Right. And, and that it doesn't stop with just Gemma, right? Rolf kind of starts taking taking a, a crack at at Joe as well asking right. like he's being he's being very hostile and he provokes him by asking him if if there's any animosity towards the wealthy in the room right. and what what did you make of Joe's response about he's happy with his life um kind of believe it um just because i think Joe seems to be able to make the best out of every situation he's in, I guess, even mm-hmm. if it does mean that eventually like the person he loves gets murdered. Mm. <laughs> that just means that he can move on to the next and have this new next adventure. So um, I do think that he is somebody that is satisfied with his station in life. I don't think he's just kind of like harboring all of these feelings of, ill will towards people just because they are rich. 
Um, and we even saw this in Madre Linda when like, you know, they're in like this fancy neighborhood and, you know, just there were people who were richer than them around. And he was just kind of like, yeah, I'm like, so not into like this, this makes me right. kind of uncomfortable. Um, so I, like, I, I tended to believe him there. Like I wouldn't suspect that Joe would like be murdering people just because they're rich. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. And <laughs> still conversations going. Gemma takes a crack at Joe and says, Hey, maybe you're the killer. Mm -hmm. Because the killings only began after yeah. you joined our group. And of course, everyone who's there is either loaded or you just right. or just laughing about it. But Kate's like very, very focused on the conversation at hand and, and she's yeah. basically telling Gemma to stop. She's you know trying to do whatever she can and rolled like takes a crack at her. Yeah. Criticizes her moral character. And that her family history, or according to her family history, she's the worst. Yeah. Among were you as were, the first time you watched this, were you as just as confused as I was about what was happening at this moment? Yes, because like we I kind of felt that maybe she was like wealthy-ish to some extent, not as rich as like they are, but mm -hmm. time to find out she is the richest one of them there. So um, that was an interesting like discovery for us. But then I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense because we do see a lot of this type of trope in like movies or TV mm -hmm. shows where it's like the person that's so, so rich, but they want to get away from all of that. They say like, oh, well, that's my family's money. Like I'm normal. Right. Um, so I was like, okay, like that's, you know, the type of character that they are wanting her to be. Mm -hmm. No. I, and I think by slowly peeling back those layers of Kate mm -hmm. and getting that full reveal, granted it was in a really nasty way <laughs> from someone who claims he cares for her and loves her, you know, but he, he literally throws her under the bus like that. And yeah. in front of everybody. And, and Joe's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Lady Phoebe, in the meantime, excuses herself only to come back. And it's it's announced that it's announced that we're here for a murder mystery, basically, because that's just something that is done. So everyone is expected to participate, find the murderer. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just it's well, how did Joe say it? Un unironic. That, that they're playing this murder mystery yes. game. It's so funny. But that's when he, he runs into Kate. She tells him the full story of who she yeah. really is, who her father is. And by extension, because of who and what he does, her family is the wealthiest family yeah. amongst the Oxford group. And yeah. she hates the fact that her father liquidates businesses, does shady shit on the side. And like basically contaminated water that made mm -hmm. kids sick with cancer. Yeah. But the company made 400 million pounds. And so for her to like want to disassociate herself with that makes complete sense. And she said mm -hmm. she just wanted to do good or right. be a good person. And I'm like, okay. Kate, I, I have a little bit more respect for you now. Right. What, what were your What were your thoughts on on that reveal? Same. Um, I think that 
humanized her a little bit more, which I think was part of the point of this episode was for us to see like a different side of Kate, a more human and like kind side of Kate to see like, okay, like she does have feelings. The first couple episodes really painted her out to be like this really like cold person. Um, She does have feelings and this tells us a little bit more about her, but also could open up more possibilities as to like who might be the killer and what their motivations might be. Um, Mm -hmm. Or is this also some really good misdirection and maybe like Kate really is shady and like, she really doesn't care about all this stuff. um, And she's just using that to kind of like make Joe feel sorry for her or like throw him off the track if she is the killer or the stalker. Um, But I thought that it was a very interesting like reveal of like, Oh, like this is actually why, like I'm super, super rich. Um, Yeah. And it just made me feel really bad for her too, because we know that her mom like went through like a tough time and she had to like go to rehab and stuff. So I'm like, wow, like you're super rich and like, you can still have like this really fucked up life. And like your mom could still like be kind of like left, yeah, you know, to by herself. Yeah. I mean, just because you have money doesn't mean you don't have problems. Right. You know, and, and, I could go on a on a down a rabbit hole about that, but we're gonna mm-hmm. stay focused here. Yeah. But Joe and Kate at this point share like a very genuine connection because he mm-hmm. he shares with her that he too understands more or less where she's coming from about family and blood and and right. what have you and and never being able to forgive past transgressions, basically, and he admitted it to himself that there's a possibility he's starting to fall in love with Kate. And it's like, Oh God, this is just, here we go. Here we go. And talk about, uh, here we go. Walking with the woods, Nick and Claire appreciate y'all popping into the chat. Uh, We're almost wrapping up episode four of you, but not done yet. So because they're playing a murder mystery game, one of the friends comes and says, Hey, get back in the game. Yeah. And Joe is going to take the opportunity to go back into Rold's room to try to, you know, find some sort of proof that he is the actual murderer. Yeah. Rold actually catches him in the room. They kind of right. briefly scuffle. There's a window and you know, when there's a window and someone's up against it, <laughs> you know, what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Woo! Roll pushes Joe out the window and he lands on on shrubbery. That has to hurt. Yes. Like if that doesn't kill you, that's going to hurt. Yes. I don't understand how he was able to get up as quickly as he did and just kind of like readjust his neck and just be like, okay, like I sleep wrong and I can't get out of bed. And he was just like thrown out of a window. Yeah. I mean, what? Second floor? window perhaps or taller than or more than probably, that yeah probably second know. floor if he was still able to survive oh. but it looks like pretty tall yeah regardless like and mm-hmm. no yeah so <laughs> so rolls failed attempt to i guess murder joe mm-hmm. because he made the comment he goes you know it's funny every at every single one of these events someone always gets hurt push yep and it's like, but are you the one who's always doing it? Right. In- inquiring minds want to know at this point. But Joe will go back inside the mansion or 
because he hears a scream, you know, there's mm -hmm. people carrying on, they're laughing, partying, what have you, but he hears a scream and he's like, no, that one's real. That one's a real yeah. scream runs through the house yelling out for Kate. He goes through his room, knocks down the door to the adjoining room, which is Kate's yep. only to find her kneeling on the ground with a knife in her hand, a bloody knife in her hand. And there lies Gemma's body. We are not sad about this. We are not sad about this <laughs> at all. Man, if there was someone I wanted to die, it was her. Like, right? <laughs> just this episode alone from the yes. moment she spoke to Joe to the moment that she didn't. I was yeah. like, uh, someone got to take her out. <laughs> but, but that leaves you on the cliffhanger and just going immediately into the next episode, which is entitled um, The Fox and the, and the Hound. What do you think Joe was thinking at that moment mm -hmm. with the cliffhanger? Um, I think he was probably thinking like, well, it's another one. Like, and I didn't do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, like, at least I know it wasn't me. And yeah, like, they didn't kill me. I'm not like the next victim too. Like he's one for three. Like exactly. He, he didn't do but it, now maybe. he's like, was it Kate? Have I like fallen in love with another like crazy psycho? Like the last time. Like love. <laughs> yeah. Like I fell in uh. love and she turned out to be crazier than I was. Like, did I do this again? Like, holy uh -huh. crap. So I think Oops, those are some of the, right. Sorry. <laughs> I think those are some of the things that he was probably thinking. Like, shit, I did it again. Oh man. So, yes, at this point, he thinks he's identified the Eat the Rich killer mm -hmm. because, again, Kate is near Emma's corpse holding a knife. And she, Kate, appears to be really upset, which, once again, you're it, this show does a really good job making you second guess yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, is this real or are they playing the part to make you believe that? they're not the killer but they really are right. you know what i'm saying yeah so but her her genuine concern is because of the fact that there's bodyguards there that her dad sent that's that's yeah. you know revealed and she's just worried that this is going to give him a legitimate argument to bring her back into the family right protect her and kind of be under his control right and kate then also looks at joe and she's like okay, you're going to be the prime suspect in this because of what Gemma had said at dinner. Right. What did you make of the the deal that Joe made with her to help get rid of the body? <laughs> I was like, oh, you're so helpful. It's like, okay, like, we'll get rid of the body together. Like, you know, as long as you and I do it, like, we'll know it's done correctly. And like, then we can't like blame each other because like, we both know that we were in on like the disposal. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's, I love when she kind of like takes a knife and like holds it up against his neck. And she's like, wait, why are you so good at this? And I'm like, okay, do you want his help or not? But also, yes, like that is one thing to wonder, like, why are you so good at being able to dispose of bodies? So uh, I was like, okay, like, this is nice. Like some teamwork between the two. But also, Kate, why are you so good at like having the balls to hold a knife to someone's neck? Like, exactly. have you done this before? Come right. on. Like, come on. Um, <laughs> Somebody 
has already done this before. We know Joe has, but have you also done this before? Yeah. What what shady stuff have have you? If they're gonna make her into another love, yeah, you know, because we learned in previous seasons what love did in order to protect her twin brother. Yeah, I'm gonna be a little upset, honestly. Like, let's not, yeah, let's not rehash old storylines. Let's no, like, I, no. So, <laughs> in in trying to get rid of the body, they wrap Gemma up in a rug throw her in a wooden box that's in Kate's yeah. room. They try to lift it up. Nope. The bottom gives out. Yeah. <laughs> I think she says like antique piece of shit or something like that. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And and they are interrupted. Um, I believe they, Lady Phoebe comes in to sit on the the box and yeah and you know of course they're trying to figure out a way to like get her out of, of the room <laughs> and um and the reason that Phoebe is is in the room because she had seen in the previous episode, which didn't mention that Adam was talking very like, like kind of sweetly to one of the servants who mm -hmm. we can only assume also perform golden showers. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> that's just gross to me. Um, so they're talking about you know she's wanting to talk about that, and then Kate in order for Phoebe to leave, she's like, Hey, um, I need you to go. Cause we're about to have sex. Like, like yeah, I, I need a good, I need a good fuck right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when in doubt y'all in order to clear a room, just say that, just say that. Just but say also that. Phoebe wasn't able to read the room because like she comes no. in and they're like tense because of the disposing of a body. Um, and she's just like, let me sit down and just kind of tell you my problems. Um, and then they're just trying to like make anything up to get her to leave. And I'm like, can you not read the room? Like, obviously there is some tension here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Poor Phoebe. Sweet, sweet Phoebe. I do like her. I do like her Me as too. a character. I think she's, she's a fun kind of lovable sort of character. But uh, so when she does leave Joe and, 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 cater back to trying to figure out what to do with the body he decides hey i'm gonna do what just happened to me a little while ago yes. with with rolled chucks that corpse out the window <laughs> my goodness why <laughs> yeah this is overkill at this point but the fact that kate had said to him hey let's take her to the animal lauder like who does this again you <laughs> You threw a knife at Joe's neck asking him, why are you so good at this? Girl, right. we have seen you fire a shotgun, you know, to a pheasant, shot it out of the sky. Yep. Why are you so good at coming up with, with things like Ways. this? Yeah, exactly. Like, I would be freaking out and not really thinking straight. She just seems like to have a list of what to do next if you find a body. Yeah, so again, <laughs> at, at this point for me, and, and Christian in the chat earlier had said he knew who it was. He was just hoping he was wrong. Mm -hmm. I was pretty about 95% sure of who the killer was at, at that, mm -hmm. like up to this point. But when Kate started doing these things and saying certain things at this point, I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe it's not who I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it really was, good at this. And why is she really good? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very concerning mm. <laughs> to say the least. And Joe does reveal the half truth about why he is so good at this. Um, and talks about how 
Malcolm's death was attempted to be blamed right. on him. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at my notes real quick. So, you know, yeah. pardon me for, for this. He starts talking about how he stayed faithful to his, his wife for mm -hmm. far too long and assisted her with all the dumb things that, you know, right. She did. Right. And reveals that he when he was finally free of love he left his son behind yeah you know these are these are hard truths for for joe right but kate once again believes him mm -hmm. she doesn't question it she's like <laughs> okay um he and you know for any any thoughts that he may have had towards kate being the actual killer is completely dispelled yeah. based on her emotional reaction right Mm -hmm. Um. So quickly talking about Adam and Phoebe. If you want to talk about this, because this is, <laughs> oh, I felt so bad for her. Very bad for Phoebe at this point. Walk, walk us through it. Um. Yeah. So you know, Phoebe finds Adam and is like, "Okay, it's okay, babe." Like jonathan told me that you have a king and maybe that's why we're not connecting so i am so into you and into our relationship that i am willing to try it but like i have to find out what is the kink yeah <laughs> what is it so you know she asked him a couple things um and then she lands on golden showers i think that was like the third or fourth thing that she said Something um like so, yeah so and then she's like okay like I'll try, but why? Like she tried to be understanding, but she was like, but why do you like this? Um, yeah. You know, so she's like, okay, like I will roll with this. Like if this is what it takes for us to be close. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, they're getting ready to you know, engage in the golden showers. They're getting ready for the shower. Um, and you see him just like wince a lot. So um, she's like, okay not feeling it if you're just kind of like having your eyes closed and wincing right. um you know so she asked him okay like what is it and he was able to be honest and say like okay the thing is that the person standing above me um it only works because i feel that they are beneath me in life now this isn't doing it for me because i i guess on some level like, mm -hmm. I feel that you are not beneath me. Like, you are above me. And that's what she deduces. So, um, she's like, okay, then, like, that's not great for you to think that you're below me. Like, that doesn't feel like we are partners in life. Um, so, that just kind of, she gets very introspective and decides, okay, like, maybe we just need to break it off. Like, this isn't great. Like, if you're feeling this way, it, you know, it's not boding well for our relationship, um, which then Adam gets upset about again, not because he's so in love with Phoebe and doesn't want to lose her. He doesn't want to lose the money that comes with Phoebe. So that's when he starts to be like, damn it, Jonathan, if you hadn't have said anything about my kink, mm -hmm. we wouldn't be in the situation. Um, so I felt very bad for Phoebe at that point, but I felt, I liked that she was able to be clear headed and be like, oh, like this isn't like a relationship where we are on the same level. Like we should yeah. put a pause on it. I like that she was able to do that. Even if she was drunk and like, we later learned that she's on benzos, but you know, that was a moment of clarity for her. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, shout out to, to Phoebe for, for standing up for herself and, you know, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> that would hurt, of course, uh, hearing from your partner that you genuinely love and you, mm-hmm. you know, you think you want to spend the rest of your life with for your partner to feel inadequate or yeah. we're not equal. That, that, that's very hard. That's very hard to hear. And, you know, love, love the people that you love, love them for their flaws. They're, they're good. They're bad. It's, you know, that's what makes a relationship work. Right. Right. Within reason. (laughs) So you're right to say that uh, Adam has kind of got it out for Joe or Jonathan at this point, because he's like, you know, you're the rat that Mm-hmm. let let the cat out of the bag and <laughs> you know now I'm gonna come after you kind of kind of thing situation so while Joe and Kate are going through like the cleaning supply closet Kate realizes like oh my bracelet my bracelet that mm-hmm. ha- has my name on it okay why do people <laughs> need to wear wear jewelry that has their name on it did you forget your name <laughs> Like I have a necklace I, that has my name on it, but it's from the nineties. Okay. That's forgivable. Like, yeah. That's forgivable. That's when okay. It was like, you know, a thing. it was popular. I get it. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it too. But also, not, yes. not as a 30 year old. I'm, I'm sorry. Also, like, yes. I, yeah. I'm no, I, I maybe have a necklace that has my initial mm-hmm. on it, but like your whole name. I feel the same, even with people who like tattoo their names. It's very incriminating if you are going to engage in crime or covering up a crime. Like, you probably don't want to have anything that could fall off if it has your name on it. Exactly. Reading this comment from Christian. Yeah, when my husband told me he was gay, we worked it out and stayed strong. I love you. (laughs) Great comment. Yeah, so uh, like I said, Kate realizes, you know, she, she must have left the bracelet. Uh, with Gemma over in the in the animal uh, water place, and Joe says, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get it." And Kate's gonna go clean up the room, of course. Phoebe's waiting for her in this room because she's witnessed all the blood. Yeah, and it's like, <clears throat> what the hell just happened here? So Kate is honest. Kate is honest mm-hmm. with with Phoebe, who's like her BFF. And persuades her not to say anything to anyone because of X, Y, Z reasons. But then Phoebe advises Kate in turn to let the security staff know um, because that would be like, I guess the best course of action, if you will, you know, there, there is a known, there's been a known death. There's someone here on the loose that could potentially do it again to everyone else. So, um, so they come to this conclusion that Gemma is just simply missing rather than having to explain Kate's room and, and yeah. why there's, you know, blood there. And so Kate doesn't feel any obligation to, uh, to, to like her father and there's like no consequences right. that will follow, which I thought given the state that Phoebe was in like mentally and emotionally at that point, like that was also brilliant. Yeah. Why are you so good at this, Evie? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's supposed to be like loopy and like out of it, but I'm like, okay, like you're still making a lot of sense. Yeah. So the girls are on on a mission to inform the employees to like vacate the house. Less, mm-hmm. you know, less people the better. In the meantime, um, 
Joe is going to go and retrieve Kate's bracelet rolled catches up with him in the act mm-hmm. and has like uh was it a gun he had a he had a gun to him I think once again in the larder mm-hmm. and rolled who is heavily intoxicated <sighs> you know he's enraged and he goes and presents Joe as the eat the rich killer to the rest of the Oxford group yep of course they're loaded they think it's funny they think it's you know just a joke or whatever and when joe does attempt to defend himself everyone is just like okay (laughs) sure why not we'll go with that um christian says here the fact that they have friends being murdered one by one and act like nothing was just (laughs) shocking exactly it makes you question how real are these friendships in in this oxford group not at all like we saw a, a man who claims to love another woman in the group, like just berate her in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. We saw a, a woman just outright say to the outsider, Hey, you're the killer without <laughs> any shred of evidence whatsoever. Yeah. These people are just ready to throw each other under the bus at any given moment. And I don't think anybody would have missed Phoebe. Like nobody's saying like, Hey, where did Phoebe go? Like, that's the extent of their friendship they're not really friends like nobody's missing her nobody's like hey where did she go like where is my friend like no they don't give a shit they probably forgot that she was there and at the end of the weekend if nothing else happened they probably would have just left and like wouldn't have remembered that Phoebe was there that uh, Gemma was even there yeah 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 so Adam also is out for blood he says let's let's put Joe's head on a silver platter as you do it's ridiculous. Uh, Roll declares that he he has the authority to um, put peasants down because his uncle or somebody or other is, is a, a Supreme Court judge. And by osmosis, I guess, you know, that, <laughs> right. that gives him the right to to decide a man's fate, which is ridiculous. And so he's he's playing a. A game of, you know, Fox and the Hound, right? You, mm-hmm. He lets Joe go and gives him a head start and he's going to go pursue him and he's going to uh, basically kill him if he can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Christian says, if I knew someone who just got murdered and we weren't close, I will still be heartbroken. That's fair. But see, you're a kind-hearted person. These people are not. <laughs> yes, you are a normal person. I mean, I will watch Dateline and I get heartbroken for people that I didn't even know got murdered. Mm. So uh, I think that is like the normal human response. These are maybe like some psychos on, you know, another level. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So as Joel, Joel, see, here I go saying <laughs> Joel for Joe. And then on Last of Us, I want to say Joe for Joel. So backwards. As Joe and Rold are in the forest kate and phoebe enter the living room kate's like what the hell is going on she's going to order the security team to find joe enrolled um but they take too long Mm. as security team does so she's going to go find him herself right right and when he when he joe tries to hide from rolled in in the forest um Hold on a second. I can't read my notes right now. 
enter the game and take the oh uh joe basically is gonna like you know what i'm gonna take this matter of my own hands i'm, I'm gonna take this the sucker out right like i'm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. kill i'm gonna kill <clears throat> roll but um the unexpected happens <laughs> talk to us about this unexpected event and were you um, surprised at this point i was not so there's somebody else there who wants both Joel and Rold. They, um, am I getting too far ahead? I don't want to get uh, too far ahead. Roll the big time. reveal in the forest is that someone who wasn't part of the, the weekend getaway group shows up. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I just didn't want to say yet if I'm getting too, too nope, far. No, we're we're right there. We're right there. Um, this person shoots shoots Joe. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So our good friend Reese, <laughs> who we hadn't seen yet, mm-hmm. um, who there had been a lot of theories about. If you've been reading different things uh, that people are saying, um, mm-hmm. he is there. Has he been here this whole time, or did he just arrive? We don't know this. Um, but both Joe and Rold both end up, I guess it's the basement or not the basement. What do do they call it on like fancy? It's a hidden, I think it's a hidden basement, maybe. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. It's something that may not have been even known to Phoebe. Yes. Yeah. Given that it's her Um, family home. (laughs) They end up chained in this basement dungeon Mm -hmm. type of thing so that adds another layer of well then what the crap is going on like have all of our theories been wrong because you know we some people were thinking maybe it's kate obviously it wasn't her now we have Mm -hmm. reese showing up um yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. that to me i was like okay good I say, okay, good, because he was the one person after episode one. I'm like, oh, it's totally him. Yeah. There was there was an encounter between Joe and Reese at the dinner party for Simon mm-hmm. that Reese said something to Joe along the lines of, you know, are you all right? You, you look sick to your stomach. Yeah. And for him to be that perceptive and no one else was, granted, everyone else is just self-centered i was like oh it's him it's totally him it had to have been him especially with with the rewatch mm-hmm. of episode four when everyone yeah. is at sundry house and the and the cops are there reese was the only one who was not there yeah and he also was not at uh Hampsey. Gemma made a comment at dinner saying that you know he just needs to admit to himself and everyone else in the world, he's better than everyone. And that's why he's not here. Right. You know, it was just, it was just like little comments like, like, like that kind of would make me believe more of Reese, but then other, other events would happen. I'm just like, well, maybe it's not him or maybe, right. maybe they're his associates. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just not mm-hmm. working alone. Yeah. But, but all along Reese has desired Joe's support. And it's like, oh my God, like how twisted are you? Reese wants to kill Rold. Yeah. And, but he doesn't want to do it. Right. He wants Joe to do it. 
a hired gun, if you will. Exactly. And and if if Joe does kill Reese, uh, Roll, excuse me, Reese will let Joe go. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is happening in this world? <laughs> <laughs> Very and, politician way to do it, too. Like, I oh don't want to get my hands dirty. Like, I will let you do it. Have deniability. But, you know, like, still do it for me, please. <laughs> Christian, I'm, I'm going to need you to take a step back, sir. I wouldn't mind being locked up by Reese. My goodness. Sir. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you're a mess. Uh, Christian also continues to say, I thought it was Reese because he was a writer. Joe is good at what he does uh, because he is smart and knows stories. He's very quick on problem solving. So Reese being a writer, he yeah. knows how to design the narrative that is that is a good point yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and because they have such similar backgrounds right reese having grown up poor mm-hmm. uh, mother was I, I think he said was was it maybe a junkie not knowing who his father was and then like one day he discovers that his father's a lord and then goes to oxford and mm-hmm. does all these amazing things granted that's not the same necessarily for joe but right for reese it's like oh i found someone who understands me yeah and who has had a hard life like me i'm gonna go blame him for murders that i've committed (laughs) and it's all gonna work out oh my gosh it's uh it's it's crazy so in in this instance though because joe is at the mercy of reese he's gonna kind of like kind of go along with it to say like um sure i'll go ahead and kill kill rolled and reese is like okay he goes if you if you do this i'll release you but mm-hmm. you know of course joe's thinking okay i gotta figure out a way to to escape myself right. you know they're 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 in these ancient chains rolled's completely knocked out i i think he was drugged mm-hmm. and so reese <laughs> will return and discovers that joe Maybe isn't the person that he thought he was. Yeah. He was trying to escape himself, but then <laughs> he's like, maybe I should let rolled out. Like maybe again, like maybe I do have a little bit of a moral compass, like. Because um, you're a good person. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like he's been trying to tell himself all season long that he is a good person. Um, so, you know, he's going to help rolled out and he picks up the stone. We don't know. Okay. Are mm-hmm. you going to help him with that? Or are you going to just finish the job? Mm-hmm. Um, turns out, no, like he actually helps rolled get out of the handcuffs, uh, which doesn't make Reese very happy. And he's shocked kind of that Joe didn't kill him. Were mm-hmm. you shocked, Brittany, that this is what Joel, Joe decided to do? it's hard to say really because I feel like when Joe has committed murders it, it's for a good reason mm-hmm. or at least in, in his head right. not he's not going to kill just just to kill right. which is not very character like for him now Reese obviously has a motive to want to kill all these rich friends right. of his because <laughs> they do think that they're better than everyone else and are superior yeah. and and whatnot. So they both have their reasons to kill people. Mm-hmm. They just don't don't align, right? right? Joe will kill for 
for love or out of love, Reese kills, it seems, because he's inferior mm. or is perceived as being, you know, lesser than right than the his friends. And it's just it's a uh, man, we could do like a character study of these two and it'd be amazing. So uh, to say if I was surprised, um, it, it's kind of a yes and no. It's kind of a yes and no. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think Joe is just going to be that malicious to right to kill just someone just there. to like save his own life or you know something like that. I, I, right. I, I've never felt that way about him. Yeah, and I don't think he would have either. Just like left him there too to like get you know killed by Reese or like mm -hmm. you know, there's a fire like to just kind of perish in this fire. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, I'm like, okay, yeah. this also makes it more interesting too. Like. There are witnesses. If they make it out alive, they are going to be able to say, like, no, it's Reese. He is insane. Oh, that's a good right. question. Do yeah. So Christian for Joe. Hmm. Christian asked, do do we have any sympathy for Joe? I yes. In this instance. Because I really hadn't believed that he was actually committing any of these murders. Yeah. And he is being blamed he's the scapegoat of, of this because once obviously Reese found out his true identity and linked all the stories to people that were in Joe's life, it's like, Oh, well this, this is great. Like I can just blame him for everything that I do because <laughs> Joe is supposed to be dead. Yeah. He's, he's an ex <laughs> expat, if you will. Um, what, what better way than to blame it on, on him. Right. Yeah. So I've, I've got a little bit of sympathy. What, what about you, Marcy? Um, I do have sympathy for Joe. I think he had a very, very rough childhood that obviously like imparted all this trauma on him that has caused him to be the way he is. But I don't have sympathy to the point where I can say like, I understand why you killed these people. And like, I will support your decision to kill these people. Because even if, for those times that he's killed people and we can be like, oh, you know, in um, I don't remember if it was season two or three, but that comedian that was um, going to assault Ellie. Yeah. In mm -hmm. season two, like he's a sleazebag. Like, yes, like he's mm -hmm. a terrible person, doesn't have redeeming qualities. However, like I don't feel like he should have just been killed. Like that is a situation to like, you know, that was accidental, him. though. It's true. Yeah, you're right. That was accidental. Um, I don't think there's ever been a time where I've been like, oh, yes, Joe, like, that was a righteous kill. Like, totally support <laughs> you with this. Like, love it. Um, so, yes, I do have sympathy for him because his life could have probably turned out a lot different if he hadn't have gone through all that trauma. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, but, you know, that doesn't justify, like, what he has done. And I think that is something that I guess the show is good about is, mm -hmm. like, okay, like, giving us enough information to feel sympathy for some of these characters and like the choices that they make, but not justifying the choices that they make and still be like, okay, you can still be accountable for your actions. Uh, but we understand like what might have caused you to, to do some certain things. Yeah, for sure. So um, Christian, I'm going to come back to your question momentarily. Mm -hmm. um, just want to wrap up this episode really quickly. Um, as Marcy <coughs> mentioned, that Joe um, will escape this this basement um, along with 
with Rold um, as it's be- been set on fire by Reese as a as a parting gift, if you will. And he says, hey, come find me in London, you know, if you make it out of here. But he he's going to basically kind of hang the murders over Joe's head and say, I, I'm going to accuse you for yeah. these murders. Like, just just wait and see. So the house is going to go up in flames or at least part of it after they make the escape. Kate comes in, you know, kind of helps find them, saves the day, if you will. She's kind of like <laughs> our, our knight in shining armor or in black, whatever. It works. So um, police discover evidence about Gemma's body. Mm-hmm. And Reese has, you know, run away from this whole situation. Joe doesn't tell anyone about the true murderer's identity. Um, I think because he wants to find Reese, right? He wants yeah. to deal with him, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone does know that Joe is at least not the eat the rich murderer, and they kind of like half-assed like an apology to him, like mm-hmm. including yeah. Ro- like I, I would have loved to have heard Rolds apology because right he was hunting him down he pushed him out the window what the hell sorry i almost killed you multiple times mm-hmm. thank you for not killing me and saving me and getting me out of the fire can we be friends now i don't know how like that would have gone exactly yeah like how do you just kind of like let that go because i certainly wouldn't not at all <laughs> would you <laughs> Um, no, absolutely not. But <laughs> I think maybe Rold feels like he is rich and important enough that Joel would. Mm-hmm. Not Joel. Joe. See? It's hard, right? It's hard. Yes. Jonathan, I guess. <laughs> Jonathan. To, to Jonathan Moore. Yeah. Yeah. So once everyone arrives back in London, uh, Kate heads over to Joe's to um, invite him for a drink. You know, something kind of casual. It, it, it's pretty clear now. She seems infatuated with Joe. And he's going to keep her at arm's length Mm -hmm. for her own safety. Is is that what you got from it? Mercy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously Reese has it out for the friends. (laughs) He made it known to Joe in that uh, super secret text message about, you know, she needs to be dealt with. Mm -hmm. And he has, he, Joe has to let Kate go much like Marianne in order to protect her. And Kate rightfully is kind of upset about the refusal. And Joe kind of questions, like, did he just like ruin his chance at love (laughs) with her? And it's like, oh, Joe, poor sweet Joe. What did you think of the concluding scene of seeing Reese on the television and the big announcement he had to make? I was like, of course, like you could know, you like knew that that's what it was teeing up to. You know, he's talking about like all of these things are important and changes and leading up to. And I am so honored to be able to like put myself in the ring as a candidate for mayor of London. So I'm like, okay, shit's going to hit the fan when we come back on March mm-hmm. 9th because now it's going to be like a candidate like that has all of these shady things under the surface and like, how is that going to play out during his whole campaign? Um, Is that maybe why he also needs to like murder people? Do these people have things on him that wouldn't be great if they came out to the light? Mm -hmm. Um, But as we've seen, people can do terrible, terrible things and still be elected to high office. So he's like, (laughs) 
you don't have to worry. Like, it is fine. You are a rich white man. Like, oh man, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah, and he can spin stories as as Christian pointed out earlier. You know, he, because Reese is a writer, he he can he can manipulate the narrative as as he mm -hmm. sees fit. And let's keep in mind too, he's already passed on Malcolm's pinky to yeah. the police. Simon's ear was cut off yeah. from, uh, from him. Uh, so that could probably come to the surface at some point. Be somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it, I wouldn't be surprised if he then begins to say Jonathan Moore is connected to, to this right. river and maybe therefore that of Malcolm. Um, I don't recall off the top of my head if there was something missing from Gemma. Oh, good point. Uh, it would have been very incriminating had the bracelet not been retrieved because the bracelet was retrieved. No, I believe retrieved. so. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, if if Reese got his hands on a, a body part of Gemma, which once again I can't recall if if there was something missing. I don't think I don't think there was anything missing. It probably happened all too fast for True. him to take a body part, or but maybe it's a different killer. We also don't. <gasps> We're oh, assuming that it's just been one killer. Like it could be multiple killers. That could also be a thing. What if it really was Kate? I would not be surprised. Ooh. I mean, could have also been Phoebe. I mean, that would be a stretch, but she was also very uncomfortable with what Gemma was doing. She was just not Vocal. calling it out like yeah. um, Kate was, but I don't think it was Phoebe. I think she was too busy trying to like, urinate on adam and oh. figure out her own problems to have done this but yeah. i mm. think phoebe's maybe like coming off as very very sweet but maybe she's also got some things hidden you know hidden skeletons in the closet and that's Ooh. gonna you know make us you know think that she's just a sweet person but mm. who knows you never know that is fair phoebe uh Christian here says Phoebe can be yeah. like a Paris Hilton who acts dumb just to be a character. Exactly. That is an interesting take. So uh, that will wrap up part one of season four for Netflix series. You, as Marcy mentioned, part two will be coming out March 9th, which is next Thursday. I'm very mm -hmm. excited about that. We will be reviewing uh, part two here on the watchers in the basement. And to go back to Christian's question, um, which I think is a fair question to, to yeah. ask, how do we feel about the tease of Marion playing a big role in this season to only be featured? Do you think she may come back? So Marcy, I'm going to let you answer that question first. Oh, good. Um, my theory last time when we were talking about episode three was that maybe Joe wanted us to think that he spared Marion and maybe he still killed her. Um, so I'm kind of still holding out on holding on with that theory. I think maybe if we do see her again, it might be in flashbacks and it will explain more to us like their interactions when they met up in London, uh, because I think there was definitely a lot more to that than just the time that they met in that old stairwell. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of still what I'm thinking. So. I'm not quite sure exactly how, if we're going to see her again, how that would happen. 
um, mm -hmm. outside of, let's say, a flashback, like you mentioned. Yeah. I, I don't I don't personally anticipate seeing her again unless it's just kind of like happenstance. She's back in London right. for like an art related thing. I don't know if he would go out of uh, not he, but if Reese being the known killer at this point, if he would go out of his way to find Marianne right. and then bring her just to torture Joe. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know if we'll see her again. But yeah, the the way that the teaser trailers were were done, it kind of makes you believe like, oh, he went to find her. She's going to be a big part of, of mm -hmm. the season. And then she wasn't. Now, I do appreciate how the explanation we got for kind of like writing her out. Right. Which was fine. It was, it was like first episode, get go, like we're good. It's cool. But I, I don't I don't anticipate seeing her again. I I I would like to, but I I don't think we will just because she knows or she has an opinion of Joe that I believe would prevent her from wanting to be with him ever. I agree. And I think now that they have shown us Kate attaching more to Joe and now kind of falling for him, I think maybe that's going to make him be like oh, well, maybe now I love Kate too. So I think maybe now she's going to be the object of the obsession. Yeah. So where like Marianne is like, like we don't even have to think about her anymore because Joe's not thinking about her anymore. Yes. Um, And maybe like they're both going to be the object of each other's affection and obsession uh, for the second part. We don't know because they're also, you know, playing up Kate a lot in the teaser for this. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I mean, it's you, so they could, you know, throw like another like curveball at us, and we'd be like, exactly. "Holy crap! Like that's what happened." Okay. Yeah, and in the teaser trailer that at least I've seen, we see a lot of interaction between Reese and and Joe, and Joe's kind of mm -hmm. like, "What do you What do you want? Like, yeah, what is it that you want?" And Reese is like, "I just want a friend." <laughs> so twisted. So, so twisted. I just you know need a friend. Oh, Maybe then man. I'll stop killing people. Who knows? <laughs> or together we will rule the well no that's the wrong series anyway so i don't know I'm, I'm very much looking forward to part two that comes out next week it's another five episodes for those of you who may be wondering they will all drop thursday march 9th uh don't know specific time but for sure five episodes um I'm still curious if maybe this is the way that they'll conclude the series altogether, even though they haven't advertised it as a series finale or, you know, anything like that. I'm just very curious what what Joe is going to do and if he's going to make it out alive. Like, do you think he, he's going to survive? Um, oh, that's a good question. I'll go back to like your first point that you made, because last time we were, you know, kind of throwing out our ideas as to if we think this is the last season. And last time I was like, yes, I, I think it is. But um, after that, I just read some interviews that just kind of made it like a little bit hinted that there will be in a season five, even though it hasn't been confirmed. Penn Batchley said some things that just kind of made it seem like there will be another season. Um, so like we may see another one who knows you know he's contracted for six years so we could even have theoretically a season six um oh. i don't think he might 
come out alive. I think that would be like a good ending to just be mm -hmm. like, okay, like this is the end of Joe. I think at some point or another, be it this, this season, season five, season six, I think that would be just an appropriate way to wrap the series mm -hmm. is that he either got bested or he just let it happen. Right. You know what I mean? Like someone, someone takes him out or he, he ends his own life. Yeah. Because Some he re realizes, you know, the kind of person. Gotta get tired too at some point. Yeah. Just like, okay, like this is way too much. Like I, you know, I can't keep on killing people and getting away with it and hiding it and trying to fall in up. love. Right. And like still trying to make a living. Like this is, this is a little intense, but yes. Also, um, I would, I loved that they showed love in the teaser. Like I would love for her to come back. I had another theory that I shared with Frank offline, but <laughs> that one would have only worked if this was the last season. So I had to like backtrack on that theory. Oh uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'm for love coming back. I mean, she, she had two seasons of Beck only had one. I mean, she was flashbacking yeah. or it, not flashbacking, but like, appeared in his mind mm -hmm. in season two but like she didn't have two dedicated seasons right. as a character like love did i don't i don't i personally don't want her to come back <laughs> not that i didn't love victoria's uh being love i think i thought she was fantastic i thought the chemistry yeah. between her and pen were was phenomenal i i just feel like we've that story has been said and done yeah and it's over it it'd be crazy for her to come back when she was injected with, with uh, Wolfsbane. Yeah. And how do you survive that fire when you're virtually paralyzed? Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I just, I don't see how, how that's possible. Could um, be maybe his imagination, a dream. Could be. Who knows? Could be, but you have to love, love. Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Uh, we got a comment here from Luis with people believing Reese in Joe's head at the last episode uh, jo job then would be then would have had to lock himself up and start a fire to kill himself in the basement. Ah, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I wasn't really for that theory that Reese was like a figment of his imagination mm -hmm. or like a, an alternate person. Right. Cause yeah, I like to, to possibly just set the room on fire with you in it. It's like, why <laughs> you know unless it's because he just he doesn't want to do this anymore he doesn't I want to challenge myself let me see if i can houdini my way out of this shit i don't know it's a new tiktok challenge oh god right oh. please don't do this at don't home, do that anybody. people <laughs> don't do that ever <laughs> or to anybody else like do yes, not please mm -mm. chain people up in dungeons set dungeons yeah. on fire yeah. yeah that's true <laughs> All right, Marcy, final thoughts on these last two episodes. Uh, like I said, these were fun. I loved the whole Knives Out-ish type of murder mystery aspect. Um, very pumped to see where the rest of this season goes. I will definitely be watching on Thursday. I've got to work that day, but I will probably... The good thing about working remotely is that I can watch it while I'm doing my little thing on the computer. So right. definitely very excited. Yes, same here. I will be watching, binging probably all five episodes mm -hmm. whenever they release. That might be very early in the morning and I'm going to regret it. 
<laughs> but I'm, I'm going to suffer, but I'm going to be happy about it. Yeah. If y'all understand that reference and that line, leave a comment down below about <laughs> where that move, what that line came from or what movie that line came from. So yeah, just say, so that will wrap up you season four, part one. Thank you everyone who has joined us on this journey. Those who have been in the chat, Luis, Christian of McDorks. And I think that's everyone who, Oh, Nick, Nick and Claire from mm -hmm. walking with the woods uh, all the way in the UK. Appreciate y'all being here as well. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at time of recording. We're at 228 subscribers. We have gained three more subscribers since our Harry Potter pod. That's awesome. I'm, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Shout out to Louise too. She, she knew that line came from Harry Potter and the prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> Shout out to you. That's right. Um, we appreciate you being here. Subscribe, hit that like button for this video. Don't forget to hit that notification bell. Lastly, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search at Watchers Basement. Use the hashtag Watchers Basement to help grow our audience. Tell your friends, family, neighbors, um, anyone that you know about us. We really appreciate their support as well. You can also check out our audio podcasts on Apple, Google, and Spotify. So you can listen while you're at work, at the gym, doing house chores, on the run, whatever. Uh, give us a five-star rating. We'd really appreciate it. So for Marcy, I'm Brittany. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast. We will see y'all next week as we return Monday to discuss the latest episode from The Last of Us. Oh my God. And from what I'm hearing, it's going to be a banger. So more intensity. <laughs> exactly. Join us Monday for The Last of Us and for more pods coming to you very soon. Have a good night, everyone. Bye.